0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah! Show number 2113. This week on Cars Yeah! we're celebrating the 35th annual anniversary of Hot August Nights where the air vibrates with the sound of muffled rumbles, of modified engine, rays of sunlight shines off the polished chrome, and heavy scents of Dapper Dan hair. Pomade fill the air. To learn more and plan your trip, go to hotaugustnights.net. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in beautiful Reno, Nevada. You know what that means, Hot August Nights, with a very special guest by the name of Bobby Bryant. Bobby, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Good morning,
1: Mark. Ready to go.
0: All right, we'll have some fun here. Now, before I give you an introduction and we dive into your world and we talk about this wonderful event, Hot August Nights, share one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you, Bobby.
1: Well, one thing people don't know about me is I, I've been involved with August Nights since the first year, and I really don't know much about cars. <laughs> um, I mean, I can have a car conversation, but fixing them myself would be out of the
0: question. Well, you know, I'm a little bit of the same way. I try to turn a wrench once in a while, but I need somebody a little more skilled around me to make sense of it all. But, uh, you know, I, I've heard with the wrenching, it's just it's ex- experience in doing it over and over, but I actually... At this point in my life, it's not really something I want to do anymore. I used to. I raced cars. I used to work on my race cars and stuff. I'd prefer to just go to events and have fun versus spending a lot of time in the garage trying to make something work.
1: Yeah, I like to drive them and look at them. I don't want to work on them.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's important to know what you like. And it's important to know your uh, uh, levels of competency and know when to step back and let a pro step in. That's the sign of a professional is so I'm told.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let me give you a proper deduction. We'll have some fun here today. Bobby Bryant is the president and owner of Oasis Pond Maintenance and Supply. They're in Reno Sparks, Nevada, specializing in the construction and maintenance of Japanese koi ponds and water features. I need to bring you out here to Gig Harbor to make me a koi pond. I've always wanted one of those. He has owned and operated an extensive list of various businesses for almost 35 years, from landscape installation to becoming an accomplished sushi ship. Now, wait a minute. Koi Ponds Sushi. I think I sense something weird going on here, but we won't we won't go there. He even owned an automotive repair shop uh, with a business partner since his high school days. He's been giving his time and energy to the Reno Sparks special events community from standing as the MC Master of Ceremonies for the Four Kids Foundation of Nevada's annual fundraisers to being one of the longest tenured volunteers for the wildly popular Hot August Nights. That is very cool. He has been a volunteer with Hot August Nights since its inception, as he said, all the way back to 1986. Gosh, 86. I was only married for like two years. I'm pushing 40 so that's something we've been around for a while my friend we'll learn a lot more about bobby and hot august nights but first a word from our valued sponsor so please give them a little listen and we'll be right back one of your vehicle's interior surfaces that gets a lot of abuse is your dashboard the sun beats down and those damaging uv rays cause massive heat cycles resulting in color changes and sometimes cracks My friends at Covercraft have a great solution for you and for me. Their custom-tailored dash mats protect your dash from heat buildup while providing a stylus solution. You can choose from a variety of styles and colors, including carpet, suede mat, that's the one I have for my vehicles, Carhartt limited edition velour mats, and the ultimat for trucks and SUVs. Another great benefit of your Covercraft dash mat is that it eliminates the harsh glare the sun produces from your dash to the inside of your windshield, which can make driving a hazard. Covercraft's dash mat design center is located in Arizona, where they know about harsh sun. I've got a special deal for you. If you use the code ya 21 Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Just use the code Yeah21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was tired of my rates for my collector car insurance going up every year for no explainable reason. My carrier seemed to be turning into a media company versus an insurance company, and I realized that a portion of my policy premium was paying for all those so-called free media goodies. So I did my homework, I talked to knowledgeable collectors, shopped around, and discovered American Collectors So, Bobby, we are back. Now, you've had a very long, eclectic career in a lot of different things. But one thing I see a trend going on with you, my friend, is that you like to help. You like to be around. You like to volunteer. How did you first get involved with Hot August Nights?
1: You know, it's always been a love of the music, Mark. The cars are beautiful. Of course, back in 86, I barely had money to have a normal car, let alone a a beautiful classic. But the love of the music took me in and, and I I just wanted
0: to help. Well, what did you first do that first year? Because you think about 1986. Now, when I think of 1986, and as I mentioned, I'd been married for a couple of years, didn't have even my first child. And I think that doesn't seem like that long ago, but wait, that's like 35 years ago. Holy cow.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the first years, everything wasn't delineated as much as it is now. So You may have been helping with food. You may have been helping with security or just directing people. Participation in whatever needed to be done was pretty much the the story in the first years.
0: Well, now it's huge. I mean, there's a whole week's worth of events going on. So I would imagine they have a need for a lot of people. You know, my guest at the beginning of this week was Alan Tom, who's the director of this show. And when he started going through all the events, I had to kind of take a step back and go, oh, my gosh, this is a massive endeavor, right?
1: Yes, sir. Without a doubt. I'd say there's anywhere from 500 to, say, some years we've had as much as eight or 900 volunteers. There's an endless amount of need for volunteers. It just takes a lot of people.
0: Now, what does this mean for you? Because it sounds like you're a guy that likes to help, likes to be around. I know you said the music brought you in, but what is it about volunteering that rounds out your life?
1: You know, I think we're all looking for a, a way to give back. We're all looking for a way to get out into the world. And Hot August Nights—it may be cliche, but it's a time lost, and it was a simpler time way back when. The music—you can actually, you can actually understand the words of the songs. Um, they had a lot of, they had a lot of meaning to them. So the people you meet in, during Hot August Nights—the car participants, the other volunteers, the sponsors—just amazing. I mean, you. You cannot ask for better people than, you know, circulate through that event.
0: I mentioned, as I introduced you, that you've been involved in a lot of different careers and so forth. You don't work in the automotive world anymore. You had an automotive business, but you've kind of tried a lot of different things. Is that something that has just intrigued you of trying different businesses and doing different things until you find something you love? Because I mentioned koi ponds. I've always loved koi ponds. I've loved the idea of having one. I'm not sure if I'd like to maintain one, but you provide that service, right?
1: Yes, sir. Actually yeah it it is a running joke that you know I'm a, an unaccomplished sushi chef so <laughs> yes. we used to cut them up and now we <laughs> save them You know I guess we're all looking for something in life is the way I see it and I as much as anybody I've ever met was always looking for my niche my home my my meaning meaning or you know purpose so I've led such an amazing life it, with opportunities that have just continued to come And when an opportunity came for a different business, I jumped in both feet. Some I liked, some I didn't. Some I did for a while, some I did for a day.
0: (laughs) Just try different things in life till you find what works. What is it about taking care of water features and koi ponds that you find so interesting? I mean, I know what I love about it. Just watching the fish move around It's so peaceful. The idea of going out and watching a koi pond and watching the fish and so forth. And the fish can be delightful too. I mean, do you get involved with helping people select fish for their ponds?
1: Absolutely. You know, water features, koi ponds. The sound of the water, the, the glistening of the water. I I could, I could explain it many different ways. When we maintain or clean, we actually clean fish ponds as well. You, we take the fish out of their environment. We put them into a holding tank so we can thoroughly clean the feature. And they're, they're strong and confident and helpless all at the same time. Yeah. Um, but you know, fish after a certain amount of time will actually come up. And they kind of suckle your hand. Uh, they're looking for food. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, you call it, you know, they're giving you a little kiss. Yeah. But uh, had a dog one time at a cleaning, um, frantic, because the fish were gone out of the pond.
0: Oh, the they were his buddies.
1: Yeah, oh, my God. They were his buddies. That's right. So I took him over to the holding tank, showed him the fish, and he sat by that tank for two hours. He never moved. Wow. And then... When we went to put the fish back in, there was, you know, just six or eight inches of water. Dog ran down into the pond, put his nose in the pond, and the fish came up and suckled his nose. And it's, it's, I don't know, you know, it's just things like that that bring me back each day.
0: Yeah, animals are amazing. You know, they have they have a whole another world that we learn about from time to time that intrigues us. And you think of uh, koi pond. I had a friend with a koi pond, beautiful koi, and the problem he had was uh, raccoons eating his koi. And also, we have eagles here. And if the pond, he finally had to have it redesigned so those fish could hide. So when the eagles flew over, they could go hide under a little ledge. Because before there was no ledge, and they, that bird would just come down, and snag them. And he had some. Very beautiful, expensive fish. The, turning it into nature sushi was not his idea of a koi pond.
1: No, you know, and here we have raccoons, we have blue herons, we have red-tailed hawks. In the Reno Sparks area, we're at the base of Mount Rose and the Sierras. You actually get bears
0: oh going my gosh.
1: into these ponds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we've created many, many hides
0: yeah. for them to live uh, oh, okay. be- in <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, maybe you're shooting bears creating hides, but, uh, there, but there you go. Yeah, we had a, somebody spotted a bear. I live in a golf course community, spotted a bear on the golf course the other day. So uh, yeah, they're out there. You just don't see them. They typically, they hide a little bit, but um, yeah, don't need bears in my backyard. That's for sure. Let's talk a little bit about cars because I know that you have some cars now in your life. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about some of the the cars you have fun with that you enjoy, the kind of cars you like? My
1: collection and how I got so many, I couldn't tell you. I'd say there's 16 or 17 cars at present. Oh, wow. Uh, in my collection, about half of them are in various stages of restoration. The other half, see, I have a 1956 Chevy Bel Air four door hardtop, cool. uh, which is the no post. Um, that actually belonged to uh, my stepfather, and uh, we traded that out years ago for some work um, that I did on his house in one of my many careers. So had that one restored, got a 1938 Chevy five window suicide doors. The uh, hood opens backwards, if you will, three oh, nice. 383 stroke are in it. So bought that one actually because a girl I was dating liked it. Um, <laughs> I kept the car, the girl,
0: <laughs> you traded that model away.
1: <laughs> Let's see. I have a 1947 Ford convertible uh, sedan that's been refinished. Uh, 55, uh, Chevy pickup. Uh, it's got a blown 454 in it. I actually sent you a picture. That was the truck in the picture. Yeah, cool picture. So I've got a couple old COE trucks. They're still uh, to be restored. It's not just one car for me. I, I, I love them all.
0: Well, I want to talk a little bit about this because being a part of Hot August Nights for so long, you've probably seen so many spectacular automobiles. Is, is there a vehicle that you can think of, maybe from last few years, events, whatever, that has been really inspirational for you, something that really stood out that you went, oh, now there's something I never thought I wanted, but maybe I should add that to the collection someday.
1: You know, I had a, I had a 67 convertible Camaro. Um, matching numbers. It had the RS and the SS packages. Beautiful car, and we bought it to fix it and sell it, and we fixed it and sold it. So I, there was a couple Camaros last year, uh, brought me back to uh, actually the one we had. Um, maybe even showed me how much I enjoyed it and didn't realize it at the time. I, why you, why you figure that stuff out after the fact? I'm not sure, but uh, that was the case.
0: You know something that I find interesting, especially as I get more mature, I won't say as I age, but I guess getting mature is part of aging, right? That's a good thing. It beats uh, not having birthdays, that's for sure, is uh, sometimes I see a car that I've seen for a long time and I never really tickle my fancy, to use an old term. But then I see it in some special setting or light or color or maybe I talk to somebody about the car and I learn something and all of a sudden that car becomes something Different to me. Do you experience that? Yeah,
1: actually, um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. We're around. I mean, there's ten thousand cars at least. I mean, there's six, five to six thousand registered cars in Hodges Nights, and then thousands more that aren't registered. Uh, but they're still around town. And um, I'd say I've had that happen many times, Mark. It, it. I don't know. It touches something from my past, or maybe it's a car a friend had that reminds me of them. So, yeah, I definitely understand um, a lot of memories in in all these old cars. And I got to admit, till until about five years ago, I did not own a car, a classic car. Oh, wow. I had been involved with Hottagas Nights there again for many years. And people used to say, hey, what kind of car do you have? And the answer was always, I don't have a car. I enjoyed seeing them and, and loved being around them. I just uh, money, time, I, I'm not sure. But I never had a car until about five years
0: ago. So what, what spurred that first move? It was the 56
1: Bel Air belongs to my family, if you will. My stepfather, stepbrother, stepsister been in my life a long time. They're not, he's not actually my stepfather anymore, nor are they legally my stepbrother, stepsister, (laughs) but, um, it, their game was a, it was something for my family. And so I had it restored, beautiful car. And. It led to okay, hey, let's get some more. I want to, I want to experience this on a different level.
0: And yeah.
1: I was off to the races,
0: and you were gone, <laughs> addicted. Yes. Yeah, there you yes, go. Sir. That can happen for sure. But I, I love the whole concept of, and this is part of the fun of attending an event lot like, like hot August nights and going up to the people and speaking with them. You may not know that you were ever into that kind of car until you talk to the person that owns it, and all of a sudden it sparks something, like you said, a memory, maybe or oh, I never thought about the car like that. Or what is it like to drive? And one of the things you probably experience that I do with car shows is people love to talk about their cars, right?
1: Without a doubt. Uh, what motor's in it? What transmission's in it? Um, they had that car. It was their first car. Um, I have a neighbor, uh, just an amazing man. He's 85 years old. And he has owned or at least driven probably every car that I own. And the stories that come from him, the nostalgia of it, and there again, it goes back to it was a simpler time. It was a, it was a you know, I, I paused to use the word better, but it was a better time. It, the world was moving slower than it is now. Yes. And, but yeah, to hear the stories and how those cars touched people's lives, definitely one of the draws to, that takes me back to Hot August Nights every year.
0: Well, the other thing about cars is we tend to go back to our youth and what that meant. And the first car meant freedom. And uh, you grew up a bit and you could go out and be on your own. And and the desire to relive youth, I think, is a strong draw for old cars, right?
1: Well, yeah, especially if your life has, you know, unfortunately for some people, their lives didn't go the way they had hoped. Looking back at, you know, seeing a certain car and going back to that time when life seemed there again, simpler, seemed like they were on track. And and it does remind people of the amazing experiences they had in those cars. And like you said,
0: takes them back to their childhood. Yeah. That's a great fun. There are a lot of events at hot August nights and you mentioned music being the big draw for you. What are some of the other things that you've experienced at hot August nights that somebody that maybe has never attended that's thinking about attending should really go do.
1: Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty open-ended question. So yeah. there are, Three or four main venues, uh, actually more than four if you count some of the larger casinos here that have, uh, that they are sponsors and hold their own car shows, if you will. There's uh, show and shines all over town, static show and shines. People come to parking lots at the casinos, for instance. Downtown Reno, down the streets, there's six or eight blocks that are blocked off. Cars statically shown. You can talk to the owners. Most of them are right there with their cars. Um, uh, the music, of course, the music is, for me, is the draw. If you like it fast or if you like it slow, it, it's all there. There are big names, usually. Uh, people can check out the Hot August Nights website for the, the list of, of, of entertainment. Yeah, Don't be in a hurry. You can't be in a hurry. If you want to experience some about Hot August Nights, you're going to see that you can't be in a hurry. People want to say hello. People look you in the face. It, it's... There again, it's just it's like stepping into a time machine back
0: to a a different time. Absolutely. So what makes it so special? We'll take a short break. We come back. I want to ask you about perhaps a challenge you faced in your life. This is always an important question because it gains some introspective for people that might be going through something similar and how to find a positive way out. So keep that in mind. Uh, We'll let the Blue Easter cult ring in our ears because I know that's a band that will be there this year. (laughs) We'll be right back. Don't fear the reaper. I've teamed up with AutoGeek because... Well, they've been the leading source of auto detailing products, accessories for more than 20 years. Their Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax is specially formulated from Brazilian Carnuba wax. It's easy to apply on any paint surface and provides that warm glow that we love, especially me on my vehicles. You're going to love it too. A favorite of car shows countrywide, Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax from Auto Geek wipes on easily, requires no drying time, is easy to remove, and provides up to 90 days of protection. against damaging environmental contaminants this wax is designed to exceed the standards of the most discriminating enthusiasts and collectors go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today along with their very skilled technical support autogeek.net that's where i go for all my detailing needs that's autogeek.net 20 50 or 100 years from now will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through Workforce Development Initiatives – For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, And be sure to use the code cars, yeah when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So, Bobby, we're back. Let's talk about this big challenge that you faced in your life. But more importantly, what was the lesson learned? How did you overcome that challenge? So, take us on a bit of a rough ride, my friend.
1: You know, Mark, we talked earlier about the many different businesses and the things I've done. My whole life seems to have been full of searching for an answer. You know, we're all searching for the answer. We're looking for the purpose in life. And as I sit here after my 54 and a half years, I can't tell you that there is simply one purpose or one thing to find. Um, I went through some very depressive times years ago, uh, back when I was 30 years old, actually. Hmm. um depressive times is actually an understatement i i almost left the world as we know it oh my goodness and i can't tell you exactly what pulled me from that but i will say that no matter how dark my life seemed to have gotten and no matter how close i may have gotten to the end there was usually some shining light there was something to hold on to and for everyone that's different um At that same time, I actually, I had a friend who committed suicide.
0: Oh my gosh. Sorry.
1: It it was, they were there again. It was a tough time. And at his, you know, at his wake, people, you, I heard people saying why, and they didn't understand. And the interesting thing was that I did understand. Um, I was right there in my own thoughts. And there again, somehow, and, and I can't tell you the exact thing, but somehow I found my way through it. Friends, family—it certainly was not the endless search for a new business, but you know, that, I think that distracted me from the the darkness, if you will. And I, I it led to the writing of a book. Uh, you asked me earlier something people don't know about me. I'm actually a published author. Wow! Um, I wrote a I wrote a book called Your Life, Your Choice, and good bad right or wrong the book itself it it was it was an outlet so i think that helped me find some clarity in life and launched me into a journey not just there again to find another business to start but a journey of self-introspection um a goal of of personal awareness more than not there again life is so full of distractions and things to do and things to see that we often miss where we're at in that moment. That's where I found the answer.
0: Well, thanks for taking us in a really personal journey. And I'm happy that you found a way out of that, you know, mental health issues. And you think about 20 plus years ago and further back, and even, even today in some respects, people shy away from that conversation. I think it's because we, if we have a friend who might be experiencing that, we don't know how to deal with it. And the person who's dealing with it, you have a person who's dealt with it, doesn't know how to maybe reach out and ask for help. Or they do and they're not getting real answers from anybody. Or somebody's kind of going, ah, just buck up. You're a man. Be a man. You know, all, all those things are the wrong things to say to somebody who is dealing with, with either mental health issues, depression. So the reason I'm going down this path is this has become a big deal, I think, right now especially for young people with it coming out of COVID disenfranchised with the social media world, the falseness of social media. Sometimes you look around and everybody's life looks so perfect because we're getting that little snapshot. You don't see everything else around their life. Everyone's dealing with crap, right? (laughs) We all have that stuff. So my question for you, for a guy who's found a way out, how would you advise someone, first of all, who's dealing with depression, mental health issues? Whatever that might be, how, how can somebody listening right now that might have those feelings reach out? What's the right way to reach out or reach inward like you did and find a way out? I know that's a very complex question. We could talk for hours on it, but if you could simplify it maybe for me in some way to help somebody listening that might be feeling not so good about things and where they are right now.
1: Yeah. If anybody can explain it, my friend, it's me.
0: <laughs> well, good. Um, I'm talking to the right guy.
1: I'm telling you, So, and as vain as that may sound, it's not. It is is from personal experience. I did everything I could think of. First of all, God loved my father. God rest his soul. He was a man's man, and real men don't cry, and I grew up with that. And how I became, I'm a very emotional man. Um, I share my emotions. Um, I put my life out in the open so people can see it. I just shared with you one of the darkest times of my life and your listeners, of course, to say that there is a way out. And for me, that way out, I went every direction I could. I read more books than I could possibly tell you. Not fiction books, mind you, but uh, self-help books. I wanted, I knew there was a way. And I I talked to clergymen, if you will, every rabbi, every minister, every pastor, I talked to psychics, tarot card readers. I, I spoke to anybody who would listen and told my story looking for an the answer. Now, the answer did not come in and of itself all at the same time. I took a piece from this person and a piece from that book, and I really started to figure it out. It wasn't easy, and it didn't happen overnight, but you said it yourself. Reaching out. There are actually TV commercials now that I see all the time. And I'm so impressed and so elated by seeing them because they are about asking for help that it's okay to ask. I'm six foot four, two hundred and forty pounds, I've got long hair, I look like a biker. I mean, I'm I'm your prodigal man, tough guy, you know, looking person. But boy, I'll tell you, when I come across something in my life that I don't understand. I ask, I look, and there are answers. And there, there, again, it's not easy. Look for it, and it'll be there. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You can lead a person to knowledge, but you can't make them think. This is a saying my friend used to. He used to spout that off all the time. Yeah, it's there. The knowledge is there. Look for it when you see it. Grab hold of it, and never let it go. Wow, it's the best way to put it. It's
0: wonderful, and I I think on the flip side, for those of us that. Hear somebody reaching out in whatever way, it's important for us to listen to our friends, to people around us, and take a moment and ask a great question.
1: Well, you know, and Mark, we live in a world where vulnerability is not accepted. If I come to you and I say, friend, please help me, that friend has to look on that vulnerability as the most precious gift they have ever received and you you have to treat that with love and respect or the person asking for help slowly closes their heart down and never asks again or stopped asking the questions and that that's what happened to our society thank god or whatever you believe in that our society is now saying hey it's okay open up be vulnerable
0: definitely be a great listener be a great learner Absolutely. It works on both sides. You know, we talk about cars here on Cars, Jan. Yeah, I'd love for you to share a special vehicle story in your life. I know in our pre-show chat, you mentioned a, a certain old Cadillac that I think had some relations with your dad.
1: Yeah, my dad had a It was a 1970 Cadillac Eldorado convertible. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Pristine. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. Pristine, dark blue, white rag top. Um, wow. I was... Uh, By memory, I think I was fourteen, maybe fifteen, down in California for the summer with my dad. And uh we would go cruise PCH. I would drive, no license, no (laughs) I mean, I knew how to I knew how to steer a car. Yeah. Him and his friend would sit they'd sit in the back and um enjoy the finer libations of life. So there again, it's one of those memories where I see uh a convertible caddy every once in a while and it takes me right back to those days sun shining beautiful times
0: yeah cool car so I'm going to be your psychologist we kind of went down this path earlier but this is going to be I think a little more fun if you were reincarnated you were manifest as a car now this isn't what you want to be this is your perception of the man in the mirror I think this is a place you've been you've figured out what kind of a guy you are what kind of vehicle would you be but the more important part of this question is the why so Let's
1: see the why and what car. You know, Mark, when you ask that question, not just one car comes to mind. Okay, I I would be a sleeper, a sleeper. Okay, a sleeper for anybody out there who knows who knows the term. It's you don't look like so much on the outside, but uh, you know, underneath the hood, you have no idea the power that's there. It kind of says, I mean that 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 describes my life. There again, I'm kind of a rough looking biker type on the outside, <laughs> but I've, I've done a lot of personal work, published a book, a motivational book, and my resume is, is extensive and endless. But I would, be, I would be any old car that has the power inside to do amazing things. So funny, I, I had a lady once, we were talking about my book, and she, God love her honesty, she says, you know, by the look of you, she said, I wouldn't have even figured you could read. She said, <laughs> she said, let alone write a book. And we laughed, And but it was so true. She totally underestimated the power under the hood.
0: Isn't that cool? The power under the hood. Now, there's a nice phrase to coin. I like that's a, that. That's the title of a book right there. I think so. Well, you know what? Touch on this. Is your book still available for people to, to buy? Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
1: Actually, the title is Your Life, Your Choice. Okay. Um, I believe you can still find it on amazon.com. Uh, if not, uh, I know you have my email, maybe they can get a hold of you and you can give it to them and, uh, I'd be, you know, willing and ready to sign a copy and send it off to them. It's, uh, it's to be
0: shared. There you go. I love it. You know, I like to ask my guests about how they like to give back. You obviously, we talked about this at the beginning. You like to volunteer and help this four kids foundation. Tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Four kids foundation one of the most amazing organizations I've ever been around. They fill in the cracks of what all of the other charitable organizations give. They, for instance, uh, a young girl who lived in Reno, she had been flown to Texas for, unfortunately, for cancer treatment, I believe it was. So the Four Kids Foundation paid for her plane ticket to come back to Reno to go to her senior prom.
0: Oh, nice.
1: They buy reading glasses uh, when, for some reason, it's not covered under insurance. Uh, So they had one fundraiser a year, and I guess they wanted somebody who, (laughs) obviously, I'm not too shy, and uh, so I'd walk around for four or five hours with a mic, and to see people come forth, I've, I've always said this, and, and, and it's true. It, it, once you understand it, money's easy. It's the rest of life that can be a real challenge. Yes. <laughs> These people, they came ready to help and to lift other people. And yes, they, they were doing that with money, but they were doing it with their presence, their love, you know, their, their well-wishings. It's uh, an amazing organization that I, I was involved with for several years.
0: Does that organization have a, a
1: website? You know, Mark, if I had to guess, I, I bet somebody could Google 4, F-O-R, 4Kids 4 Foundation, Reno or Nevada. Um,
0: I found it, 4K- 4kidsfoundation.org. There you go. Yes. I'm going to put a link to that on your show notes page so people can look at that, check out, see if there's ways they can help. I'm sure they're always looking for donations as well to help these uh, these kids in need. So I think that's a wonderful thing that you're doing. So we're going to go on the ultimate drive today you're going to love me because I'm going to buy you any car in the world. I'm going to send you anywhere you'd like to be and you can be with anybody, even somebody who's passed. So if you'd like to take a ride with your dad or anybody else, it's up to you, but I'm going to foot the bill for this deal. So what does the ultimate drive look like for you?
1: You know, Mark, I'm I'm obviously a little different than the average. Um, I did share some details about this with you, but the footing, the bill for this is going to be pretty simple. It's not going to cost you a lot of money. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm looking out for you, my friend.
0: I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> Back in 2018, during the Haragas Nights event, um, there was a young man. Um, I, I'm going to leave his name out of it. Um, he was actually uh, – he was a Make-A-Wish child. Make-A-Wish uh, had contact at Nights because his wish – was to simply attend the hottest Nights event. It brings emotion just thinking about it. I mean, to us, we take it so for granted. And for this young man, who was probably in his mid to later teens, um, facing a life-ending, life-debilitating uh, illness, he he just wanted to come to Reno, Nevada and attend the event. So the car I would be in, my friend, would be a, a golf cart. A golf cart. Okay, that's a first. A golf <laughs> cart uh, at, at the main venue for Hot August Nights, which is at the GSR Casino in uh, in Reno. I was honored by the invitation from those at Hot August Nights to take this young man around uh, on several occasions to tour the cars. For me to say that he was savantish or a, a car savant would be an understatement. Wow. He was there again in his late teens. I was in my fifties and this, this young man knew more about cars than I ever, ever would imagine I will ever know. Um, gassers were his favorite cars. For hours we drove around and he was, he would explain cars to me, uh, talk about his, you know what he loved, the ones he loved. Of course, there again, they were gassers. But it's another thing that happens at Hot August Nights. It just the most amazing opportunities and experiences have come from that event. So, me and and a young man, uh, there again, named to be named to be left out, but in a golf cart, uh, experiencing the music, the sunshine, but more than
0: that, experiencing the cars. Nice, love it. That's what it's all about for sure. You've taken us on a, a really wonderful trip today, my friend. And I want to thank you for spending some time with us and for everything that you do for other people. I mean, you figured out the secret sauce to life. I've learned this after interviewing over twenty one hundred people that when we give back, we are happiest. And you figured that out, I think a long time ago. So uh there you go. Uh you're a very smart guy. Could you share with us maybe a parting word of wisdom, thought, a mantra, success quote?
1: You know, Mark, uh a quote by Gandhi, and there again, some people would argue whether he said this or not, but it's be the change that you want to see in the world. If I see, if I see depression, I, I bring happiness. If I see confusion, I bring confidence. Look at what you're seeing in the world. Figure out what the exact opposite is. Bring that into your day. I had a friend long ago explain to me that when I walked into a room, I could light that room up. Or I could pin people against the wall, depending on what my energy level was and if it were dark or light. From that moment on, it was the most poignant conversation I've ever had in my life. I go into my day and I make every effort. Sometimes I fall, but I get up and continue making every effort to bring my very best self to the world around me. Parting words there again. Be what you want to see. The, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. It's the best way to put it.
0: Well, you've done that for us today, Bobby, and I can't thank you enough for uh, being a bright light for all of our listeners today. I'll make sure I put links to your business and to Hot August Night on your show notes page. Again, Hot August Night celebrating their 35th anniversary. I think Bobby's been at every single one of those things. So there you go. You can find links to that or just Google Hot August Nights. It'll pop up. And uh, I would encourage you if you're going to be in the area, Reno, Sparks, or even make a special trip there. This is a year to get out after two years of being locked down and not being able to be around people and cool cars. Hot August August Nights. What a way to start your trend back to great cars. Bobby, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and your uh, positivity and your happiness i really appreciate you my friend until i talk to you later i'll see you at hot august nights well mark
1: hey i appreciate the opportunity an amazing show you have here and uh, an amazing opportunity for me hot august nights the four kids foundation and just a great chance to tell the world there is a better way
0: there always is that's for sure we'll see you see you at the show thanks mark